Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today. I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And many of us have been going through a lot of different changes, some tumultuous, some just confusing, upsetting, crazy, joyful, you running the gamut. And we need to know how to really work through those, navigate those changes, and today... I have a friend and a colleague and a beautiful, wonderful person who can help us do that. And I'm talking about Rosalind Rosado, who is a life and career coach. She began her career in the entertainment industry as an actor and a voiceover artist, appearing in various television, film, radio, as well as theater roles from New York to Los Angeles. While she was managing her personal and business changes, Roz founded UR Launchpad, which is a life and career transition coaching service. A certified coach and writer, Rosalind helps creatives, executives, professionals, as well as groups struggling to get unstuck and to gain clarity by exploring their strengths, creating fresh perspectives, crafting new narratives, as well as discovering new paths forward, all with a little humor, which I've just experienced. Roz lives by the personal motto, where there is humor, there is hope, and happiness. Welcome, Rosalind Rosado. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me, and thank you, thank you, thank you. It's my pleasure, and I'm excited. So I want to start a little bit with your very diverse Mm -hmm. background um, and then how you went into that switch. So you initially were in the entertainment industry. Tell our listeners what that was like and and why you made the switch. Well, you've done all of the switches. Yeah, and all of the switches, yeah. It's where I experience uh, change more frequently. And, you know, as actors, we're – you know, we're required to adapt to whatever changes pop up. And as quickly as, of, you know, the director says action and cut. You know, sometimes they're unexpected changes, you know, script changes, wardrobe changes, and they're all part of the job. So I, I took that element of being flexible and going with the flow, and I applied it to all the times I, I had to pivot personally and professionally. And, you know, it's never going to be easy. There's always going to be bumps and hurdles along the way. And I figured if I moved homes and pivoted several times professionally and worked in ten, over 10 industries, you know, on two continents, I figured I could make changes and transitions easier for others because I, I felt that there was 
um, I, I needed somewhere to go, and I just didn't have that that place or the, or, or the person to go to when I was going through all those changes and transitions. You know, most people have trouble with change and trouble with transition. It's not always comfortable mm-hmm. for them. They Correct. sometimes it's easier to stay in the comfort zone, but it doesn't grow us and it doesn't move us forward. So tell our listeners a little bit about what transition is and why it's so important to be able to shift when we need to. Well, you know, we use those words uh, often and interchangeably, and so we really need to take a look at what is change and what is transition. And, and change is a, it's a natural occurrence. It's a situation that impacts individuals or organizations. It's like the, the need to move from the way things used to be to the way things are now. And, for example, like getting a new boss or moving from one home to another, uh, shifts in policy at work. You know, it happens every minute, everywhere, multiple times. You know, change is risk. It requires courage. And, you know, some of us welcome it. And others, you know, are okay with the status quo. And, you know, we, there's resistance. And resistance is not all bad, just like you said, Joanne, because change drives that progress. It it can bring value. And it and it becomes a resource for development, you know, personally or professionally. But it's our reaction to change that will determine how you handle that change or transition. So transition is what happens within the change. It's adapting to a new situation. It's moving from the old to the new. And these transitions can happen slowly or quickly, depending on if they're expected or unexpected. You know, so it's so... We can understand... No, go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. No, I was saying it's so important to be able to access that transition with, within us, and, and sometimes it's it's a very interesting shifting process to be able to go through it, almost like birthing. Oh, yes. And, you know, sometimes birthing can be easier. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that, that 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 may sound weird, but you know, transition is is just not it's not easy, and we can probably understand transition further uh, by looking at the the William Bridges model. William Bridges was the author; he was a leader in change management, and he stated that there were three stages of transition, and that first stage is so important because it is that beginning of accepting of what is ended. And here is where we, we need to be honest with ourselves and with others. You know, what was lost or gained during that change or that, that, that thing that just happened? And I know, um, you know, sometimes we, you know, we try to do this without, we try to do this without a judgment. However, that's such a tall order because we can naturally judge ourselves, others, and circumstances, but just try to put that to the side and just reflect on what was lost or gained. You know, it's important when we do that, too, because oftentimes when you're, when you're losing something, there, there can be a sense of regret, 
really feeling mm-hmm. that loss, and I'm not sure immediately that we know what we're gaining as we're moving forward. That may that may actually come later, but it, it's so important, like you said, Roz, to identify what's going on with us as best we can. And correct, and it's it's just really being honest, and that will move you into that next stage. And this is what I say to clients. That next stage is just looking like you're in neutral. Like when you have the car in neutral, not going forward, you're not going back, you're not turning, you're just staying there. You're not taking bold action. Or you may not even take action at all. You know, it might feel uncomfortable, like you said. It's probably confusing. But this is the stage where you can clarify on what you're going to do next. You know, when, you're, when your answers to your questions are the I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, as I call them, you, you establish or reassess what's important to you according to your values. Your values start to rise at this point because your values might change as well. What you valued a year ago, you might not value any longer. So when a client comes to me and says, well, you know, I've, I really want to change my job because I really – And I don't want to commute anymore. I value the time that I have with my family. So I'm willing to take less money in order to do that. And maybe there's a different answer, right? That's correct. That's correct. And as you you switch now from being in neutral, and again, there's not really, everyone's different. It's not a time frame. You know, some people may take a month. Some people may take a few months. But to eventually start moving into that last stage, what does that look like? That's that new beginning. That's that fresh start. That's that clean slate. And, again, it might take some time to get here, but, you know, and it took so much to get here. So give yourself that acknowledgement when you have those small wins. Like, Like, say, for example, moving to a new city. What's the best way to get to work? When you find that route, you just say yes. You just saved yourself 10 minutes. And, hey, you know, in larger cities, that is no small feat. You know that, Joanne. Yes. <laughs> Let's go back a little bit to neutral because that is the one that stymies a lot of people. One of my clients, one of my my colleagues actually called that walking in the wilderness because, like you said, mm. you can't go back and you're, you're moving forward, but there's that sense, like you said, of, of – not sure where we're going, who we are a little bit till you identify that and, and having a coach like you that that makes sense to be able to do it more easily and that's so important when you're not knowing like what's next. So I think what's that next? that exactly. many people get scared during neutral. What mm-hmm. happens if, if they're unsure? What do they do? Well, that's when you, again, I, I think, you know, if when you start having those answers, like the I don't knows, you know, really sit back and take an inventory of what you value the most. What are your values? And when you start weighing those values, all of a sudden, you know, the engine starts to rev up. You start to get motivated. There's there's a sense of, you know, these things, I've changed, these things have changed, and it's okay that they've changed, but they're changing for the better. So I I really do believe that equating them to your values 
is something that is is very important when you're in neutral because you 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 start questioning yourself after that first stage that ending so that's where you can, that's why you're sitting there in neutral and reflecting on what is important at this moment and that's so important and some people don't look at okay so really what are my values i haven't had to think about that i have i Maybe maybe I'm acting on them unconsciously or without that level of awareness. So what you're saying, Roz, is so important to really be able to evaluate, get a sense of what our values are, who we are, and and being able to move forward with that is, is essential. Now, we've been living in crazy, uprooted changing, yes. shiftable, you know, shifting times in the last couple of years. And what you're talking about is so apropos to what everybody in some way, shape, or form has been experiencing. So what's your take on that and, and how do we navigate and how have people already been navigating what's been going on for the last couple of years? Yeah, these, uh, there's been so much uh, change, and people have been in transition. Um, you know, uh, some people went back to school. Uh, some people left their jobs because they were unfulfilled in, in their employment, you know, the great resignation. And I just thought, you know, oh, my gosh, this is a great time. I can write that book and that I've been meaning to get to, but they simply got, gotten stuck or paralyzed by the change. You know, when have clients come to me and they're asking questions like, well, I left my job, and now what? I don't know. I don't know what I want to be now, or I'm looking for my next promotion. How will I approach my next performance review? Um, I haven't interviewed in years. It's just it's it, people have not interviewed in years because they've they've held down a job for so long. So how will I prepare for the next job interview? Or I've just been promoted and I have new team goals. How can I lead my team better? Or something as simple as how can I approach a difficult conversation with my boss or a family member? Um, you know, these are changes that happen every day to people. And, you know, it hasn't been easy in the past couple of years, but we've managed to get to the other side. And, and some people needed help to get through to the other side. So that's where help from coaches come in so they can prepare um, um, people for those moments. Now, when you say navigating through change, I love using Henry Ford's quote. And that's the whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So, yes, yeah, we have limitations, but it's in your approach, and it's intertwined in how we can stay positive. So how do you help people do that? How do you help people stay positive? So the first thing I say is begin to change that narrative with checking yourself talk. So if you're convincing yourself with negative talk that you can't do something, well, eventually you won't even try. And you'll start even producing more stress thinking about it. So quieting that talk. You know, I work with clients through narrative coaching and positive intelligence. And it helps you identify what's taking over that mental talk. So, you know, it helps you to tackle the patterns that affect you through the day. So the stories that you've held on so tightly, you begin to slowly let them go. You're shifting your view, able to retell those old stories in new ways. And not only to yourself, 
but to others, you know, in your families, in your communities. So really take a, a check yourself, as I would say. Is there negative talk going on? And, 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 you know, really be curious. What's going on with that? You know, it's so important to, to really be aware of that. I was talking to a friend the other day who, who does a lot of negative self-talk, and I said, why you, you know he, why are you doing that you 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 know you really <laughs> and he said i'm not even aware of it mm. which is like and and but but it's so important to take the steps and you do that like you said during that neutral time to be aware of what you're doing what's going on with you because we do have to stop beating ourselves up on a daily basis and if you're not aware of it, how do you know when to stop? And that's such a great point, Joanne. Again, I, I, I want to bring forth that self-awareness, that neutral state. That's where you become self-aware. And, and that's where that honesty comes in. Because if you're not honest with yourself, it's, it's hard to be self-aware without the honesty. And, you know, uh, a lot of people don't take the time to be self-aware or self-reflective. And it's key, mm-hmm. when, like you said, Roz, when we're going through all of this change and also transition. I wanted to add something because one of my clients, many people have been isolated, and she said, you know, I feel uncomfortable now relating to people it's been so long i feel like i don't know how to do that i'm not sure like i'm not confident i don't know and it it was interesting because i've heard that a couple of times from i mean more than a couple of times from a few people how do you address that with somebody um we stay connected luckily you know we've had the zoom and the facetime and when we're in person, uh, well, now we're, we're kind of going back in person, but it, it, had, it was difficult for the past few years to, to relate it because you felt like you were relating to a computer. But it's, it's taking, the, taking a breath and being just in that moment, being present in the moment and, and being vulnerable in the moment, allowing yourself to just be present with someone else. And, and really actively listening to what they're saying. And once you're actively listening, it, it's that back and forth. You're able to, it's like the ping pong. You're able to, to grasp and then volley, and then it comes back. But if you're not present in the moment and you're not, and you're, you're, your attention is somewhere else, it's, it's pretty impossible to, you know, to stay connected to someone and to relate to someone. I totally agree, and it's so important. And you, you said something that, that touched me. We need to to be vulnerable. Many people think that vulnerability is a weakness. I, I don't agree. I think it's a strength to be able to see, <clears throat> excuse me, to see what's going on with us, like you're talking about in terms of self-evaluation and self-awareness, and really be able to feel what's happening and even express it, it can help other people as well as ourselves. Well, that leads me to that next piece in navigating through change. And that's practicing self-compassion and empathy. 
You know, the author Louise Sahay uh, said about change and transition, if you want to change patterns, you need to build yourself up, not beat yourself up. So it's, it's been said that if you can't practice self-compassion, you're unable to give compassion to others. Now, really think about that. You know, what's so difficult about self-compassion? Because, you know, we, we think of, oh, you know, I'm just going to the spa day and that I'm giving myself self-compassion. But if the research shows that greater self-compassion is associated with lower levels of depression and anxiety, you're able to cope with negative emotions better. You know, people are less likely to ruminate in their negative thoughts when they're self-compassionate. You know, it enhances a positive state of mind. You know, they, they also have a, a less fear of failure. And when they do fail, they are more likely to try again and more likely to seek the help that they need. You know, I love that. That's so important. And so many people, Roz, need to hear that because people are oftentimes perfectionist. And if they get something wrong, they are beating themselves up, whether verbally or or, or just angry and, and sometimes that lashing out and others, at other people as well. But it's essential. I totally agree. It's so important to be able to do that, and it helps us shift. It helps us, us, us make that transition that you're talking about. So that is, yes, that's all I have to say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, and, it, and it goes back to, to that self-awareness and that, you know, the, the, uh, at that first stage, you know, Let's not be so, let's not judge. Put that to the side. You know, ask yourself, is is this beating yourself up or is this building yourself? You know, that's just, it's very simple. When you start having that talk, it's just ask, are these words beating myself up or are these words building myself up? And not just the words, the actions too, right? I mean, something that we're absolutely. So if you if somebody comes, if somebody comes to you, and they're actually being negative to themselves and not being compassionate, how do you help them shift that? Because that's essential. Well. You know, there's so many moving parts to our lives, and, you know, everyone has so many things going on. And, and, you know, when we talk about change and transition, they're never going to be perfect, like you said, Joanne. They're not going to be perfect. But be kind to yourself. Give yourself that permission to feel overwhelmed and stressed. It's like we, we, we constrict ourselves, like, I'm not supposed to feel this way. Because it's the best way that you can deal with it right at that moment. That permission gives you the sense of, you know what, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay that I'm here and, and I could, you know, uh, function from this point. But here's the thing. How long is the permission that you're giving yourself? So if I ask the question, how long would you keep your hand on a hot stove? Not long at all, right? Because you're, you're going to get burned, Right. Well, taking that and applying it to those stressful moments, how long do you want to stay stressed? Hopefully not long at all. So just each time that happens, you're lessening the time that you stay, stay stressed or overwhelmed. 
And, you know, staying curious in finding those fresh perspectives when you are giving yourself that permission, you know, when, when you experience those changes and transitions. If you're not curious in what's behind everything that you're doing, then you're not self-aware. You know, so you ask yourself, what, what is the unexpected gift that you didn't see before that you see now? That's being curious. What opportunity was created now that wasn't there before? So when you dig further, some of that mental talk and stress begins to lift. And that's so important. And I have a confession. When I was much younger, (laughs) you, Roz, right? (laughs) When I was much younger, beat myself up all the time. Joanne, you can't do this. You can't do that. What's wrong with you? You Mm -hmm. can't talk to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And it really immobilized me. It truly, you know, I felt like I couldn't do anything. And I had to begin to change the self-talk because it was interfering with everything that I wanted to do. And and it took a lot of work, but now my inner mind is quiet. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, good job, Joanne. Yeah, you did, you know, it's like a support system that wasn't there before. And, you know, you bring up up a really good point. Um, You know, that, those are like narratives that we've held on to for so long. You know, who said that you couldn't do that? And who said, and who convinced you? And there's always something, a a situation or or even a person, a teacher or something that, that, you know, gives you that impression. And then all of a sudden you take that story and you take it for 10 years, 15 years, and 20 years. And, and then all of a sudden that, that negative talk becomes a habit. So, and that's what I mean about breaking that pattern and creating that new narrative so that you are able to retell that story. So you can retell that story to yourself and you can retell that story to your family and bring it out into the community. You know, it's wonderful and so freeing and this is personal as well as, you know, what I teach and what you teach, to be able to change that narrative and feel differently about yourself and be able to open up to the possibility, excuse me, the possibilities and to your own strength. And then you get to what you're talking about, that that new aspect of transition where it's like, yeah, go for it. And it's exciting and liberating and, yes, so... And, and it's a new story. And, and, and listen, this doesn't just, you know, it, it could happen in a few minutes. If you just say, oh, my gosh, I just, if I didn't look at it that way, and now that I look at something this way, um, you know, things, that, things can really change. And, and it is free. It's, it's like, you know, taking those shackles off and just going, I don't need this anymore. This, this, it's now on to the new. So, and that's, you know, the last, the last thing that I would add to all of this, of course, keep your sense of humor. Because laughter conjures up those moments of hope, happiness, and from a place of gratitude. 
I don't know about you, Joanne, but every time I share a laugh or I'm laughing, it's all of a sudden I have this this elation. There's like there's a there's a feeling that in my body that it just there's just something that's just so good about it. And it doesn't cure everything, but laughing lightens that load. And we need that now and again, and more ever now than ever. Um, and, you know, there's research on that. Like the Mayo Clinic says that laughter not only stimulates your organs and it eases tension, but it improves your immune system. It improves your mood. It makes it easier to cope with difficult situations. So, you know, share a laugh when you can. I totally support that, and I call up my friends to 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 tell them things to make them laugh, or people that I meet in the store or on the street. Look at that dog. Your dog is so precious. Look at his cute ears. I love to make people smile, and I'll tell you a joke. <laughs> okay. You ready for a joke? <laughs> I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay. So <clears throat> we've been wearing those masks. And mm-hmm. when you have to wear them, my ears were sticking out like something else. And one day I took off the mask, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I decided I'm going to be playful. And I called up a friend, and I left a message, and I said, you know, I'm looking at my right ear, and I'm not sure I'm from this planet. Oh. That's all I have to say. And and your friend said what? I left the message. Joanne. <laughs> Joanne, I'm sure you're not from this planet. Forget about it. I know that. I definitely know that, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Rosalind, I could it, not it, resist. <laughs> you are amazing. And you voice over because you're going to work with me on something but we're not going to reveal to anybody right now but but later Uh so I'm excited so what is what I have one question what if somebody is so you know they come to you and yet they're so resistant they said well I can't do this I don't know how to do this I don't know how to change my mindset I don't know how to change myself dog what do you do well, that you first have to see if the person is going to be coachable, and you know, and mm-hmm. that begins with being open to being coached, because if you're not open to being coached, um, and you're beginning from that point, it's it's difficult to move to the next step. So, I try to just move clients in smaller chunks, in smaller steps because it's just easier. You know, sometimes you do have clients that I, I, I just, I can't do this, but yes, they're in a rush to, to, to do everything at the same time. And that right. could be overwhelming where you just take inaction because it's just overwhelming. So I, I tend to just go in smaller steps, not to get the person so overwhelmed and, you know, it's just easing them into the next, phase and and working with them within that phase with their negative talk and catching themselves you know how and 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 questioning so what what do you think is the 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 you know the negative feelings that are coming up you know at this moment so 
depending on who they are, sometimes they'll go into the positive intelligence program where I have like group um, uh, meetings. But if they're individual, it's, it's really catching them. So being open, being self-aware, um, being flexible. And, you know, all of that, we've had these changes and in, in, in transitions. You know, we've become resilient, reminding them that, yes, you're resilient. You can bounce back from this. You know, we all have. You know, I, I, it brings me up to the story that um, I, was going, I was going into work and I was late because apparently uh, some, some uh, highway patrolman said I was going a little fast. And so I was late to my meeting. And as I walked in and I said, I'm sorry, I'm late for my meeting. And, you know, and everybody started clapping because I, I, I got a ticket and I said, what, why is everybody clapping? I don't understand. And they're like, well, you're not the first nor the last. Welcome to the club. We've all been there. <laughs> you know, you just go, and I just go, oh, okay. And I said, well, are you going to pay for it? <laughs> so anyhow, but, you know, it's, it's you know, being open, being flexible. But you also were vulnerable. So you went into that meeting and you Absolutely. shared something personal, even though it was part Absolutely. of you while you were late which allowed them to, to connect with you even more because, again, you're not just this, this coach and this speaker and, and changing lives. There's something about that you went through that they can relate to, and that's so important. It's, it's so important. And it's the same as when, you know, people get, you know, when they're getting laid off or they're terminated and they're, and they're going, you know, why is this really happening to me? And it really isn't just happening to you. It's happened to so many people. And just connecting to others on that, on that point, because people can relate. It's, people can relate with loss. And, and that, but if, they can't relate if you're not being vulnerable with it. Totally agree. And they can relate to getting tickets. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and I could talk forever because I adore you. Tell our listeners, Rosalind Rosado, how they can get a hold of you, find out more about what you are doing, and connect with you. Oh, well, they can contact me through LinkedIn or LinkedIn you know, messaging, or they can go on my website, yourlaunchpad.com, and it's U-R-L-A-N-C-H-P-A-D. And I put the U-R as like you're, like if you were texting, just to lighten the, the, the word instead of Y-O-U-R. But, um, and, and I created that because I felt that I just needed that place, like a, the beginning place. Where do I go? I, I want to I wanna launch my, my fresh slate. I, 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 I want to do something that I can just feel like I can begin with, and that's how I kind of created that. But they can... You can um, direct message be um, on LinkedIn. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's great, and I love the, I love the fact that it's your launch pad, your launch pad, because again, it is we're taking off. It's a new beginning. You got to start fresh. You got to start from that place. So, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I adore you thank already. Thank you so much for Mel. Thank you for having me, and thank you for the laugh. <laughs> Beginning and end. (laughs) To be continued, right? You take good care of yourself. To be continued. 
and have a great day. Thank you. You too. In gratitude. Thanks. So think about what Rosalind was talking about because, again, we are going through changes. We we do have to go through them in certain ways so that we can understand what's happening with us and to us. And when you're doing that transition, as Rosalind was talking about, you really have to do what she's saying in terms of self-awareness and self-reflection so that you could see, again, she emphasized values, so that you could see what's important to you, even if it's changed from yesterday, from last week, from years ago, it's important to get a sense of who you are now and who you want to become, and that's a process. It's always a process. So... Thank you for joining us on Power Your Life. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version. Go to docwhite.org. And remember, you do have the ability to power your life. It may not be all in one swell beat or heap or moving forward or whatever, but take those steps. You take those steps forward and... It continues the progression. You can get more and more forward and ahead and be there. Take the time to honor yourself and to recognize that you are important. Make that something that you think about doing every day. And and Roz was talking about being compassionate with yourself. So find something today to support yourself, to be compassionate with you. And as Roz always says, have a laugh and share that with others. Thanks for joining us and have a great day wherever you are. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.